goes by in the blink of an eye. Memphis wrestling, the blink of an eye. It goes by in the blink of an eye, etc., etc., etc. Yes, this is Memphis wrestling, and you know of all the kind of United Wrestling Network of all those shows, this one is my favourite because it's avowedly eighties. They put the desk in there, everything works around that. And it's Championship Saturday this week, so why would you not like that? They've got Pete Pranica, the voice of the Memphis Grizzlies there, and Dustin is in a gold jacket, and it's provided by Suits You, who don't have an advert this week. That suits you. Shame. Never mind, all the belts are up today. First of all, Jordan Cruz, who is moonlighting from uh, United Wrestling Network's Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, who's got the Hollywood Heritage Championship, is fighting Johnny Dodson. And um, remember, Alan Dodson said if they were in Hollywood, they would be in um, in um, in the movies. But what do they say particularly? Maybe in Fast and Furious number 45 or whatever it was. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen because... Actually, Dodson's lost some weight. He's in his singlet. He looks good, you know. Nice slingshot arm dragon suplex from Jordan Cruz. And this is shaping up to be... Oh, bro shingle! Tell them David and Dustin sent you. And watch them run out the back door. Not really. And then when you've been to Pro Shingle, you can go to Covington Pike. Where a man can dress nice for a low price. Thrifty man. Back in the ring, there's a lovely Tornado DDT from Jordan Cruz for the pin. Doesn't go long. Or announcer's mic is distorting quite annoyingly. But it was a good and energetic match. And here comes Austin Lane, the best of the best. Well, he wasn't the best a few weeks ago because he was bestered by K. Tuma, but the boy cheated because he held the hold on for a long, long time. And that is why Austin Lane is in a sling. Now, his shoulder might be, may be hurt or it might be a work and he has to wear that, that sling while he's outside all the time. That's no good, is it? But that's kayfabe for you. It's good, actually. It's a nice promo. He's angry. It's the first time we've seen this, really. Sells it well. And when he's better, K. Tumor better watch out. I don't think he'll be quaking in his boots, Austin, even if you are the best of the best. Now, Skimmerhorns, who've wanted this match for a while, with Mikey versus the Young Goats, who are the champions, tag team champions, that would be, and are very good. Now, apparently, when the, when the champs arrive, everybody rises to their feet, says Dustin. They clearly don't. We're shown that they stay resolutely in their seats. Well, feet sounds like seats, I suppose, so maybe he made a mistake. Anyway, Pete Pranica then says the Skimmerhorns are likeable. I don't think he's seen the show over the past few weeks. We're not supposed to like them, Pete. Dustin then has to jump through some hoops to say, well, I suppose they're funny. Um, not quite sure. I think he said the wrong thing, really. I think he meant that the young goats are likeable, because they are. There's a nice young goat's wheelbarrow for the senton, and I'm going to grab myself a Sonic Mocha Crunch Blast. And then go to Pro Shingle, because it's a professional roofing service. And hopefully they'll still be around looking at my roof, even though they're quick, when Crazy Steve, or Crazy Steve if you like, comes from Impact, because I don't like his work. Back in the ring, there's a really nice falcon arrow. A sort of leg trap falcon arrow in that Washington grabs the leg, folds it up, hits a falcon arrow from it. A cyclone, Pete Pranica calls it. It's a leg trap falcon arrow. I've seen it before and I believe that's what it is. 
but other people might have a different view. Cyclone's a good name for it though. And then we've got the power bomb to the 460 splash for the young goat's pin. And I could have had more of that. We could have had another 10 minutes of that match. It was shaping up nicely. But there's so much to get through, including Nikki Lane, women's women's champion. She's smoking hot, you know. She tells us so herself. So that must be the case. With Rebel Cal, and then Amber Rodriguez and uh, Skylar Amber out. Amber Rodriguez is wearing a kind of diamante mask, and it's very nice. She might have got it from Suits You. I don't know. Then Camille comes out, because she's she's bound to. We've got Rodriguez and Skyler versus Camille and Lane, and I like Camille being here. It's this, it's good to trade talent, I think. Skyler focuses on, um, on Lane's knee. In fact, sorry, Rodriguez does. And then smacks it into the, into the mat, hits a DDT. Rebel Kel's on commentary, but her mic is turned off for the first part. So I can't hear what pearls of wisdom are coming from her. Amber and Skylar then hit Nikki with a wishbone move. Grab a leg, make a wish. Fabulous, not seen that for ages. And Skylar hits a low DDT. That's good, but I'm thinking about a fresh pair of kicks. Need to get to Covington Price and Thrifty Man. Back in the ring, Camille comes in, takes over. Suplexes and boots, huge neck breaker. Then the rocket launcher, which is good to see. Not seen that since the new foundation, I don't think. And Nikki lands right up there. Rolls away because she's not the legal person. Camille is, hits a very poor spear for the pin. And that was a pretty good match. Here's your main event. We're really moving along, aren't we, in this hour? The guest ref is King Cobra. Didn't provide the excitement I thought it might do because we've seen him before many times. And it's Michaels versus Steel. And will Steel be telling us later that every rose has its own? This is for the Heritage Championship. But I'll tell you one thing before we get there. Tops have been in Memphis since 1952, but the meat hasn't been in the freezer that long. Let me tell you, it's good. They give it constant attention. Grab you some barbecue. Okay, so back in the ring, Steele's given some good facials. There aren't very many wrestling moves early on. Steele works on the legs, which is what a heel, who doesn't go to the top very often, should do. And he really is hated. He's done great work recently, Steele. And when he says, I'm the reason why, you get, why you're getting ratings, that's, that is partially why, actually. So, Dodson comes out after a big Michael superplex, or as Dustin would say, big Michael superplex, Dodson's got the belt. Cobra takes it off him. Doesn't like his attitude. Smacks him. Punches him. Can someone DQ that referee? Anyway, you've got an awfully slow spine buster from Michaels because he sort of picks him up and thinks, what do I do with him next? I'm not usually in this position. Got to think this through. Oh yeah, I turn round and smack him to the mat. The lariat is better and he gets the pin. The crowd love it. And that is how we leave the show. But we don't, because Fred, five-star fan cam, has got some footage from the crowd. And it's great to see that they're celebrating. There's a bloke jumping up and down and dancing about in front of him. There's a chant of, you deserve it. Not sure I agree with that, but you know my feelings about Brett. Every rose has turn, Michaels. And then we see Dodson leading Steele out disconsolate. It's a nice little bit of extra there. But this programme was great this week. It doesn't touch the sides. It does go by in the blink of an eye. You know what to expect. You're getting some nice favourites. There are some surprises as well. Some good 
matches that I think could have gone even longer, but you've got a lot to pack into an hour. And Dustin, and where's my Maria this week? Dustin is really selling this well. Well done, mate. Nice to see. Can't wait for next week. What will Steele do next? I hope you don't forget him. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.